about to hear a life-changing message preached at the Kodesh Family Church in Memphis by the Reverend Kojo Orleans Lindsay. In this Sunday's message, Reverend Lindsay starts a series on how to pray. He teaches us in this message two important principles of prayer. We learn from the life of Daniel in the Bible. While he was a prominent man in his time, he still made time to pray three times a day. As Christians, we cannot be too busy to pray. Remember that nothing we have is by our own might. Daniel's success was sustained through prayer. So let's listen into this anointed word and learn how to develop our prayer lives and place high importance on praying daily. Be blessed. Welcome all again. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are here. We are here by the grace of God. And now it is time for the most important part of the service today. Amen. It is the word of God that is about to come to you and I. Hallelujah. That's about to influence and bless our souls. I want you to stand to your feet and give a shout to God. Amen. Hallelujah. And put your hands together for our very own Reverend Kujo Orleans Lindsay. Hallelujah! Come on, let's lift our voice real loud to the Lord and sing. Woo! Those who know your name, those who know your name, you're joining me. Put their trust in you. There is no other. There is no other faithful God. Are they dancing well? So now. Are they dancing better than me? Are they dancing better than those who know your name? Hold your trust. Hold your trust in you. There is no other. There is no other faithful God. So love it and true. Oh how I love the name of Jesus. Oh how I love His name so sweet. How I love. For young people, don't go down and get stuck. For their trust in me, there is no other, other faithful God. So loving and true, those who know, they put their trust in you. There is no other, hallelujah. Father, there's no other God. We don't even say there's no other faithful. It's not like there are gods who are not even faithful. You are the only God. We will serve you as the only king of kings. We welcome you, sweet Holy Spirit. Take your place. This is your house. This is your home. We are your people. We are your children. Come, feed us. Come, help us. Yes. Bring healing, deliverance, Amen. your promotion, your Amen. wisdom, Amen. your power yes. upon your people. We, we bless your name. Amen. We confirm yes. our place Amen. 
in you, love. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your anointing in Jesus Christ's mighty name. And all the saints shall say, Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. You may please be seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Amen. We thank the Lord. I am dressed this way, not because that's the whatever, but because today is graduation wow. Sunday. Clap for the Lord Jesus. <laughs> and it's important because, you know, I'll tell you later, but let's go on today. You know, you people graduate, people have degrees, but they don't amount to anything in life. It shall not be the case with Amen. these graduates. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah. Bible says the horse is prepared for battle. I was thinking about you. Wow. But victory comes from the Lord. Proverbs 21, 31. The horse Amen. is prepared. You can be prepared with a degree. Ready. But victory comes from the Lord. So we are going to, you know, invoke and promote God's victory on these graduates. Wow. Hallelujah. And I believe that it will not be that they have a degree, but they are hungry. They will never be hungry. Amen. They will always be blessed. Amen. They will not be frustrated. Yes. We in the name it. of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So that's why we decide to celebrate and to anoint them. Amen. Today I want to I start a series of messages, um, and I want to, you know, read the Bible from what where Lady Pastor started from last week. Sister Ariel, sorry. Amen. Amen. Mother Ariel. Yes. That's her name. Hey. You know, she's officially uh, one of the uh, Episcopal sisters. Belonging to First Life Church. Wow. And wow. so when you don't see her here, because her new, um, you know, designation and uh, assignment is in First Life. Hey. But you see, she belongs to the First Life Church yes. as a church. But her First Life is QFC. Wow. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Yeah. She was in QFC before she went to First Life. So when we say First Life in terms of positions, QFC comes first yes. in terms of love. Therefore, QFC is a first love. Okay. But she belongs to first love church. Yes. Love for Jesus. <laughs> so we, we are the first love yes. uh -huh. in terms of the real thing. Yeah. I mean, first love is the assignment. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. First love is the assignment. And we are the first in position. Wow. Amen. Position-wise, we are first. Yes, Assignment-wise, first love yeah. is the first. So you all understand, when yes. you don't see her, she's on assignment in yeah. first love. But we are her heart yes, of first love. Clap for Jesus. Amen. Now, she shared with us a scripture in Ezekiel, uh, chapter 22 and verse 30. That I'm going to read, and it says, that, and I sought for a man. Let me read from verse 29. It said, the people of the land have used oppression exercised robbery and have vexed open your bibles you see how difficult it is to open to ezekiel and have <laughs> vexed the poor and needy yea they have oppressed a stranger wrongfully you see that 
when I read this, it is for Israel. And God was angry with them. You know what they had? And he said, I suffer a man among them, among my people. That should make up the hedge. It means to protect them, preserve them. And stand in the gap before me for them, for the land. So that I should not destroy it. But I found none. Then verse 31 says, Therefore, I have poured out my anger or indignation upon them. Mm -hmm. I have consumed them with the fire of my wrath. Their own way have I recompensed upon their heads, saith the Lord God. Now, this takes a very sad situation where, you know, the, the, let's say, says the people of Israel, let's, let's say, use the church so that it will come home to us says there are people in the church that are oppressed. There are people that have issues. There are people that are frustrated. There are people, you'll be surprised, the smile you see by your side is because I have to smile. But you see, laughter is different from joy. True. Joy comes from within. Amen. It's a fruit of the spirit. But laughter comes from the lips. Mm. It's easy. You know, the Bible says, talk it cheap. At least that's chapter 5, verse 7. New Living Translation. New Living Translation says, talk is cheap. Wow. So it's easy to talk. But really, talk is easy when it comes from the lips. But the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, that's where the heart speaks. Out of the, the mouth speaks out of the abundance of the heart. Yes. Many people speak from here. But real talk, when they speak from their heart, you may be surprised at what is going on with them. So laughter and talk are not things you should rely on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, That's true. When people watch people's um, gestures and demeanors, when there's nothing to laugh about, that's their real demeanor. Yeah. So when I come to church, I don't just look at people who are excited and praising. I sometimes also pray for people who they are here cannot praise. It's not everybody that is unspiritual. It's because some people are going through things. Things. Oppressed. Suppressed. Frustrated. Fainting. Tough things. I remember last week Lady Pastor saying some children don't have fathers to guide them. And you are here. You have only one child or you are not even have a child. You can't adopt somebody or you're going on vacation. You can't Hate somebody along. You get people need the Lord need people for people. Amen. The Lord needs somebody yes. to attend to people. You know, this weekend, one lady, very nice lady that and I hadn't seen her in church for a while. You know, you know, she's around, so I'm not going to look in her face so that she would think that she's the one I'm talking. But she's the one I'm talking about. <clears throat> you know, she spoke to me. And then as we're talking, she was so excited as we're chatting. And I asked her a question. She said, oh, you know, I met one of the church members in, in, the, in the shop, in the store. And I was so excited. I was going, hello. And the person also said hello. Then the next question was, do I know you from this country or from that country? Yes. And she obviously was offended. I know you from the house of God. Wow. We are brothers and sisters in church. Yeah. Clap for Jesus. That's how we should identify each other. Yeah. And 
she felt very bad. And it's not a nice thing. Mm -hmm. And it is not good. That which God says, he sees the oppression of his people. What are we doing for one another? And he said, and the exercise, the people of the land have been oppressed. Exercise robbery. Not that they have robbed people, but people have robbed them. You know the Samaritan, the good Samaritan, when he was came, the Bible says that the man that he met had been robbed and beaten and left him half dead. When the pastors came, they passed by. When the Christian leaders, elders, and deacons came, they passed by. Mercy, Christians came. There was a Samaritan who had nothing to do with the Jew who went and washed off the wound, cleaned it up. Wow. Yes. And put that person on the back of his ass, his donkey, and sent to the inn mm -hmm. for the innkeeper to take care of him. That's the good Samaritan. The Bible says, wow. who is a neighbor? So that person is a neighbor. Wow. Your neighbor is not the good Christian. Yes. He's not the good pastor who preaches well, like me. Mm. You know, I preach by the grace yes. of God very well. But is the person who, beyond the good preaching, mm -hmm. beyond the nice dressing, beyond the, those who know your name, you see, they're nice, nicely dancing here. What happens when there is no music? Wow. When there's no dance, mm -hmm. are you excited to see each other? Or you come so selfishly, I came, single I came, single I shall go. Mm -hmm. Not chatting with anybody. You know what people are going through. Wow. And the Lord says, I notice it. How people have been robbed. Mm -hmm. How people have been oppressed. And have been vexed. The poor are needy. Yea, they have oppressed the stranger wrongly. And people are strangers. You don't know them. You don't know them. Yes, they are strange to you, but they are not strangers to God. You see? So when you see somebody who's strange, don't use the excuse of COVID is gone. You can't shake people's hands. Where is the sanitizer anymore? We've dropped the sanitizer. So you can say hello. You can hug somebody. You can shake somebody's hand. You can tell the person, yes, I don't know you. Don't meet the person in, in the grocery shop and say, where do I know you? I know you in Jamaica. In Jamaica. I know you're in Jamaica. Yeah. I know you're in Germany. No, no, Ukraine. Ukraine. On the way to Russia. That's it. It's not nice. And God says, I have seen the oppression of my people, especially the people that are strangers. Today, I was talking to the young people, and I said, look, so I'll talk to you about it. And you see, the Lord's solution, the Lord's solution, he said, he said, this is the solution of the Lord. Mm. Verse 30, I sought for a man. In other words, I want you to be an individual. I'm looking for people who will not just say, I belong to the church, but an individual will answer to the call of God, to the heart of God. I sought for a man among them, among them, my people. That should make a hedge. Make a hedge. It means to protect such people. To protect Amen. the people. You see that? Mm -hmm. When you are happy, it doesn't mean everybody is happy. When you pass your exam, some people fail. Yeah. When you are working with your spouse, somebody has just been divorced. 
Wow. Hey. Yeah. Where are you coming with your baby? Somebody just had a miscarriage. Oh, it's true. Mercy. Yeah. When you are giving your testimony about your job, somebody just lost, lost. the oh. job. This is the third time. And he was just promised one. When he went, he said, sorry, we have frozen all applications. All applications have been denied again. Amen. And the Lord said, I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap. The gap means where there is nothing. You don't have to, It's a gap. You don't have to be there. You see that? But you're standing in the gap for them. It means you are you're standing in, in defense. Stand in for me. It's not your place. You don't need to. It's not, you're not obligated to do so. You see that? Yeah. Stand in the gap for me. Standing for me is, I'm not there. Can you represent me? Can you be there for me? Yeah. Make things happen for me. Who will stand in the gap? Amen. Before God, before me, for the sake of the land. Mm. When the Lord says the land is my people, who will stand before me for the land. Amen. That I should not destroy it. But I found none. Hallelujah. Amen. I found none. God says when people are oppressed and they oppress people and they broke. People do all kinds of bad things to others. They deal negatively with strangers. He feels like it's not worth it. He even tries to destroy the land. Oh. You get the point? Yes. But God says it's not a problem. Mm -hmm. All we need is somebody to stand in the gap so that for all the sins of the land, those who are oppressing, those who are robbing, those who are mistreating others, yeah. God is angry. But no problem. No problem. You see? But I need among them, people who will also see and make a hedge mm. and stand in the gap for them so that I don't destroy the land. But you know the surprising thing? You'll be shocked that you may see a whole lot of people come to church, but there are not many people who care oh. about the state of God's people. I'll say it again. There are many people who love the God of the church, but they don't love the church of God. Even then, I wouldn't say they love the God of the church. There are many people who claim to love God. If anybody, Rosemary, if I come and I'm all saying, I love you, I love you, but I don't care about your child, do I really love you? No, you don't. You know, there was a day, yeah, amazing, that it was in the night. She was going to work. What time was it? Around 1 a.m. 1 a.m. Tell us what happened. Watch this. Watch this. Stand in the gap for somebody. Watch this. Speak. Come. Come. Come, my dear. Come. Yes. Tell us what happened at 1 a.m. And I'm going to ask you, will you do that? Mm -hmm. I was at work around 1 a.m. And my phone kept ringing. And Reverend was calling me. And um, when I answered, he was um, at the scene of an accident. My son was in a wreck, and uh, he said he couldn't get hold of me, but he called Reverend. So Reverend was actually sending Josiah to go meet my son there. I was on the phone with a police officer who was there with my son, and I was stuck at work. Wow. Yeah. And 
So, at 1 a.m., I sent my son with my money. And my son had seen me do it. So he called me and said, no, I'm going to go there. And I was outside. So my son was going, driving. Going. I told Rosemary, you know what? Son, your son is in trouble. Has been calling everybody. No response. And she was busy, so she couldn't get. So there we were. You get the point. And then Rosemary said, no, no, no. I mean, she should rather go. I said, no, let my son go. Eventually, we actually decided, no, neither of them. Rosemary said, no, no, no. I said, look, my call, I'm calling an Uber. Collect the police. I said, let the police drive with him to the house and leave the car. A human being is more important than the car. You want your, no, my son should be safe. No, your son should be safe. I said, no, let me send my son. I said, no, your son is not safe. It was that, that kind of love, caring for each other. The Buddha said, that's what Jesus did. I would rather be there and stand in the gap for the sake of the land. And in the end, everybody was safe. The police, we told the police, leave the car. The car can go to hell. But human beings are important. So send my son home. Send your son home. Together, they were safe at home. The following morning, we went. The car was there. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Amen. God bless you. Stand wow. in the gap. Wow, amazing. We couldn't, the father too, we called. The father was tired, had come from work, and had, was fast asleep with the other children. What should he do? What would you have done? What would you have done? We play church, we do church, we dress church, but what is our heart about church? Wow. Not only church, but about others. God says, I am looking for somebody so that they don't get in trouble. Even God says, when he himself is angry with them, he can deliver them if somebody will stand in. Now, the real words to stand in the gap, it means, it means to pray for them. It means to intercede for them. Amen. It means to, to, to stay awake and to cry out for mercy for somebody. To cry out for mercy for somebody. What is the content of your prayer? Is it only about your shoes? Is it only about your food? Is it only about your marriage? Is it only about your children? What percentage of your prayer is a response to God? You see, God didn't say that I was looking for somebody who prays. Because people pray right. almost, how many people pray? Pray at least once a day, at least in the morning. See, almost everybody. So he said, he said, but he said, he didn't say I'm looking for somebody who prays. He said, I'm looking for somebody who stands in the gap for the others. Wow. And that wow. one, he found nobody. Everybody prayed to him, but nobody prayed for others, for his people. And the people were suffering. I know you need somebody. You can depend on me. The choir was pressing on me. They have a song they need to sing. I said, no, you are late. You won't sing any song. I told them. That was my first answer. So the choir has sang already. You are not ready, so you won't sing. Oh, no, we have a song. We have a nice song. We have a nice song. They prevailed on my wife for my wife to prevail on me. I said, okay, sing. <laughs> Eventually, my wife says, you want me to sing? I'll give my slot for them. Let them sing. Oh. But it's annoying. 
the song means nothing. Useless, foolish song. I know you need some. You can depend on me. Can we really depend on you? Wow. Can we really depend on you? It's a song. It's just a song. You sing it, you sit down, and then you go and pray for your shoes again. It's a useless song. A nice, beautiful voice has now given way to a group. You can depend on me. It's a beautiful song. I like the song. <laughs> but I prefer the heart to the song. Clap for Amen. the Lord Jesus. What a revelation. It's so true. Hallelujah. I prefer the heart. Amen. But I prefer you don't sing, but you stand in the gap for people. Excellent. If I called a prayer meeting on Friday, and I said, we're just going to pray for people. That's what we do. Last Friday, I told people, I was there, and the Lord said to me, when Lady Pastor preached, I said, it's over. This COVID excuse where we don't pray for people is finished. I'm coming. I had made no announcement, and I sent a text to shepherds. I am going to stand in the church. I've been praying last week, the whole year, standing in the church for people. And I asked the shepherds, your Basenta leaders, will you join me? They all came. Clap your hands for your Basenta leaders. Wow. Those of you, when your Basenta leader calls you for a meeting or when you don't come, but when the Lord called them to stand in for you, you know what will pray for you? Amen. Beautiful. I'm saying this to say, let's be each other's keepers. Amen. Let's not treat each other like garbage. Yes. Stand in the gap. If you were the only person in this world, you can have all the wealth, you will never be happy. Your happiness True. depends on others. It's so fulfilling to pray for people. Eh? So fulfilling. So fulfilling. So today, my topic is, if you are too busy to pray, my brother, you are too busy. That's my title. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Amen. If you are too busy to stand in the gap, brothers, you are too busy. And I'm going to show you somebody that the Lord transformed his life because he stood in for others. Amen. He didn't just sing. I know you need somebody. Come on, come on. You got to have somebody. Yeah. You can depend on me. Bum, 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 bum. You like my voice, right? You like my dance, right? You like my song, right? No problem. I prefer you like my prayer. Amen. And today, that's why I go. These people didn't ask me to graduate to pray for them. No. I told them, I've seen enough in this church to see that graduates don't always do well, but minus you, you will do well. Amen. And we're going to pray. Bible yes. says, because of the anointing oil, the yoke shall be broken. Hallelujah. And I said, you're going to leave this place, not just with a degree, but with the anointing to do well. Amen. Yeah. That's why I call them. And they'll be anointed. Amen. The yoke shall be broken. Yes. But the question I'm asking you, do you have that same mind? That Christ came and saw a suffering, oppressed, hell-bound world. And said, I'm going to stand in for them. And he said, Christians called Christ-like must do the same. Amen. 
the greatest. I'm going to call Daniel chapter 6 from verse number 1. Daniel chapter 6. Do you know whereby Daniel is? Daniel is in between the Old and the New Testament. Is that correct? Huh? It's after what? The Old Testament. Okay. It's after Ezekiel. Okay, we just read Ezekiel. So Daniel chapter 6. Let's read verse 1. Open your Bible. Try it. You may find it difficult. Take you five minutes. But that exercise is not an exercise of futility. Daniel chapter 6. I'm going to read for you. Amen. Yeah. You know, when I called the meeting, the Bacenta leaders came to come and pray for you. Joycey, I was here to pray for you. Wow. By the grace of God. Amen. We didn't pray for even one bit of anything for us. When the church meets, we literally don't pray for ourselves. You've done enough of that single-handedly. You prayed more hours than we gathered to where God says whatever we pray, then we have to now join together because on your own, you pray for others. But when the church comes together, we have to pray for others. Stand in Amen. the gap. So that Amen. the Lord does not destroy this church or your land. Amen. Clap for Jesus. Hallelujah. Even clapping, you clap. Look at Daniel. 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 And I want you to put your name where Daniel is. Because that's going to be your life. Daniel was a blessed person. Amen. Watch this. Daniel, the Bible says, it pleased. Let me read the New King James so that you can understand it a little, little, little better. New King James. It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 satraps or princes to be over the whole kingdom. Yes, 120 people were over the kingdom. And over these, he set over these princes three governors and he set daniel to be the head of these three governors wow wow and the princes so that they will give account to daniel there are three governors and they will give account to daniel so that the king will not suffer any loss now i'm trying to describe who daniel is to you daniel is somebody who was the next in command to the king mm -hmm. of babylon he was a prime minister or vice president. In fact, although he was vice president, he told Daniel that although I am vice president, you are vice president, everything here is in, you are in charge. Just take it that I'm a figurehead. You are actually the president. Wow. He said, everything that goes on here, I was, it should, they should consult you. So I am there because the people selected by you are in charge. Wow. In other words, he was in charge. This Daniel was not from Babylon. He was a Jew. And not only that, he had been castrated. Right. Yeah. He didn't have balls. He was a eunuch yes. in the king's palace. In spite of his eunuchoid character, he was a foreigner. He was a stranger. God had blessed him so much. Some of you, you were eunuchs. You came here with no balls to America. With no, you, you had no citizenship. Many of you had no citizen. Daniel became a citizen and rose in ranks to become prime minister and vice president. Somebody who was a refugee, as many of us are. True. But he rose faster and greater than even 
the natives. Now watch this. What did he do? Such a promotion. This is then this Daniel distinguished himself above all the governors and the princes because an excellent spirit was in him, and the king gave thought to know to the gave thought to setting him over the whole kingdom. He actually said, No, you are not vice president anymore. Now you are president. Wow. Now, when the king decided to promote him, he gave thought to that plan that let's make Daniel the president, not just vice president. It generated jealousy. Watch this. So the governors and the princes became jealous and they sought to find some charge against Daniel concerning the kingdom. But they could find no charge of fault because he was such a faithful guy, nor was there any error or fault found in him. Yeah. You know, when you're promoted anywhere, establish, distinguish yourself. Graduates, distinguish yourself. Not because of your academic, whatever, but because of the Spirit of God inside of you. Amen. Then the man said, we shall not find any accusation or charge against this Daniel unless we find it against him concerning his God and the law of his God. Did you hear that? Wow. He said, this Daniel, the way he is, he does everything with an excellent spirit. He's not likely to make a mistake. So the only way we can cause a mistake is to find fault with the way he serves God. Because he serves God so well, so passionately, that everything God says he will do. And therefore he knows that he has to do the right thing, so he will handle his business well. And it was true. So they decided, what is it that he does for God that we can use against him? And do you know something? Do you know something? They used his prayer against him. Wow. They decided the only way we can get him is to find fault with his prayer life. Wow. You see a prayer, prayerful person, how the person gets promoted, this is it. Even if you don't want to pray for other people, just because you want to be promoted, be like Daniel. Begin to be prayerful. Amen. Then, so these governors and princes thronged and went before the king and said to the king, King Darius, live forever. You see, when somebody comes to you and starts flattering you, wonder what does this guy want? What does this guy want? What does this guy want? Oh, you're such a good person. Hey, this is new. All the governors of the kingdoms. And the administrators and, and princes, the counselors and advisors have consulted together. This is their, their speech. We have consulted together to establish a royal law, royal statute, and to make a firm decree that whoever petitions any god or any man for the next 30 days except you, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions. In other words, from now, we are making a law for the next 30 days. We shouldn't see anybody asking any god, any voodoo, anybody for anything. Anybody who needs anything should come to you only. And if they ask and they, they find that we're finding um, uh, anybody who is requesting something from any god, the person is against the Lord, should be put in the lion's den. Wow. They knew that this one, they would yes. by all means catch Daniel. Now watch this. Now, O king, establish the decree now and sign the writing so that it cannot be changed 
according to the law of the Medes and Persians, which do not, you which will never be altered. It means that when you sign it, nobody can change it. Mm -hmm. Therefore, the king Darius signed the written decree. Wow. Oh. Now, here is where the beef is. If it was you, what would you do? Now, watch this, Daniel. Daniel chapter 6, verse 10. Now, when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went home. And in his upper room, in his upper room, with his windows open towards Jerusalem, he knelt down on his knees three times a day, even that day, and prayed and gave thanks before his God, wow. as was his custom since the early days of his life. As was his custom. His custom was to kneel down three times a day before God and pray to God. He was the king, the governor of all governors. He was the one who was best suited for any job. But he was humble enough to kneel, not only to pray. First of all, he went to the upper room, closer to God. He knelt down, open, open opened the, the windows hey. towards Jerusalem, and he prayed three times that day. Three times, three times that day. As was his custom. He knew there was a law for nobody should ask any God anybody for anything, but he did. My first statement in this, if you are too busy to pray, you are too busy, the first statement is prayer is very important in your life. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Amen. You see, you can't even clap for that fact. Because prayer is not important for you. It is important. Now, if somebody like Daniel, who knew a decree was in place that if he prayed, he would die. He would be put and fed to the lions. And the man finds it important to still do it. It must have been very important to him. Yes. If they tell you that if you pray, we will kill you and you pray. Prayer must really be vital to you. Yes. Yeah. This tells you the basis the reason why this guy was that blessed, because he found prayer so, so, so important. I would rather die. I would rather, I would rather pray. I'd rather die than pray. I would rather pray than die. I would rather pray and die than not pray. Wow. Yeah. I would rather pray if it will kill me than not pray. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you know this guy, Daniel? His main prayer was for Israel. When you look at Daniel chapter 9, he said, Lord, the people have sinned, but include me. He prayed to the Lord. He prayed to the Lord. He interceded for the people as if he was the one who was sinning. But he was not. But the others who were oppressed, the others, and the people were oppressed, and the people were in a strange land, and the people had issues. The people had problems. The Jews in the Babylonian land. Look, 
Christians in the world, you will always have yeah, the book of Job, Bible says that the man's days on earth are few and full of trouble. Full of trouble. The trouble you have is nothing compared to the other person's trouble. You watch anybody sitting by, you'll be shocked. Don't mind that colorful jewelry or gold or smile. I'm telling you honestly, I've been a pastor for a while, more than 35 years by God's grace. <laughs> oh, about 35 years. Almost 35 years. Yes. <clears throat> Not exactly, but getting there. Amen. But ladies and gentlemen, this guy said, you threaten me with death, you can still not take away my prayer. Amen. I'll stand. Not only will I do it, I will not change the way I do it in the past. I used to open the window. Because of your warning, I'm not going to close the window. Wow. I used to kneel down. I will still kneel down. I used to do it three times. I will not reduce it to somebody could have hidden, and then when everybody sleep in the night, you pray. When you go to China, they threaten them to kill them. Even they don't allow them to have Bibles. They have memorized the Bibles into their hearts. Where is the Christianity that thinks about others? Is it, are we really Christ-like? Are we really Christ-like? Wow, it's a question. Amen. Yeah. You see, I'll say this. They said love. Love. Do you know what love is? You know, people talk about the fact that love is kind, love is good. But love, the real word called love is, is being corrupted. The real word is charity. Amen. It's charity. Next time you want to use love, really, use charity. Charity means charitable. A charitable organization is an organization that gives to people they don't know and they don't expect anything back. back. That's love. That's love. That's charity. Amen. You pray for people, you don't expect them to pray for you. You pray for people, you don't expect them to give you anything. Yeah. You don't even know them. I should be able to give you a list of church members you don't know, but you pray for them. And it should be your greatest joy. That's why most people say stepmothers are the most wicked. I can bet my bottom dollar, if I have a dollar, that when you get to heaven, stepmothers will occupy higher places than blood mothers. You watch it. Stepmothers. We label them as evil because everything they do, nobody, everything they do is bad. You scream, they say you are maltreating. You don't scream, they say hey, you are waiting for the child to get spoiled before you spank. You take to a very high level school, you say, ah, you are just overspending the money. You bring to a boarding school, if you was your child, would you do the same? They, are never, they never do anything right. But ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, what mothers do, they do because of the animal instinct. Every animal does that for it. If you see a dog, they will breastfeed. They will take. You try taking a dog's baby, they will fight you. So the love that biological parents offer to their children is good, but it does not distinguish them as good mothers. 
They re or it does not distinguish them as lovers. Charity. What distinguishes you, oh person with your child, is apart from this, your child that you have, what are you doing for other people's children? Or let's put it this way. What Rosemary you do for your child, will you do for my child? Or we will just receive. If it was you, that somebody's, um, 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 whose child? Somebody's son was at 1 a.m. and they called you. Would you even pick up? Wow. Yeah. It's not enough to have testimony, but be the reason why other people have testimonies. Clap for Jesus. Be a blessing. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, this Daniel prayed. Amen. Prayed. Amen. And prayed. Prayed. So, prayer is very important. Prayer is very important. It's, and next week, God willing, I will share with you. And then the second reason, the second reason why prayer is great is, or, or the second thing that qualifies prayer. Number one, prayer is important. Number two, if you are too, you cannot be too busy, too successful, or too great to pray. I'll say it again. You are not too busy too successful or too great to pray. Jesus prayed. He was that great that he prayed. Daniel was that successful. This guy is the epitome of the quintessential blessed person. The guy was blessed. And he prayed. We are learning from Daniel. Wow. He stood in the gap for people multiple times. Do you think this guy is so blessed. You have everything you want. What else do you want? You have so much money, you can't even have a child. So your money is only for you. And you are being paid. Daniel was invited to every, whatever, government. Republicans came. They, they said you are great. Uh, uh, Democrats came. They say you are great. Independent came. They say you are great. Everybody liked him. Very successful. But he's still. But some of us, when you become great, that's when you stop praying. Yeah. You're too big. Can you, when you didn't have a baby, you prayed. But now that you have a baby, are you still praying? When you're not married, you always had an all night. If now you are married and you are lying by your wife, it's so cozy. Why should I be in the church and pray for somebody's children? Oh, you're lying by your husband. Will you? You're successful now. Yeah, when I, 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 I had to walk to church, I came and prayed. But now I drive in the Mercedes. Will you pray? When I was just a student, I prayed. But now I'm a vice president of the United States of America. Hey. Or you are the, what, look, you're, you're the whatever, dean, whatever it is. Will you still pray? Amen. When you were young, you prayed. But now you are mother and big mama, grandmother. Will you pray? When you are a student, when you were not the citizen, now you're great. Will you pray? Compare yourself always with what you used to do. Yeah, you used to kneel down. But now you just wave to the Lord and pray. Mercy. I'm telling you, Lord. this is how people deteriorate. I am saying this because that was there's a reason why Daniel was sustained. Every government wanted him. Everybody, his success was sustained. Graduates, 
graduates, graduates, what we are beginning you with of prayer, standing in the gap for you, you need to keep maintaining it to sustain. I have been young, Bible says, and I'm now old. Yet have I not seen the righteous or the prayerful or the correct Christian forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Daniel was like that. I've been young and now I'm old. Yet have I not seen the righteous, the truly prayerful who stays prayerful, the worker who stays a worker, the young person, the person who stays humble. God told Saul. Saul was the king. He told Saul. When Saul, God told, uh, those days when Saul was a young, everything you tell him he will do. Saul the king. Looking for donkeys, oh, go to and see the man God he will do. Oh, give a little. But now he was a king. And he, Samuel was supposed to come and do it. He said, I don't need any pastor. I'll do my own prayers. I don't need any pastor. I'll do my own. Pastor shouldn't come and talk to me about what to do. I, I, don't, I know what to do. And in, in Exodus chapter, uh, Genesis, is it Genesis, 1 Samuel chapter 13, verse 13, God told him that, in fact, rather, 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 18, he said, when you were little in your own eyes, did I not make you king over all the tribes of Israel, like Daniel? Little in your own eyes. And I anointed you king over Israel. Yeah. When you were little in your own eyes. Verse 17 and 18. 1 Samuel verse 17 and 18. Did I not make you king over Israel and anoint you over, king, over Israel? See, so remember that when you were little. Little in your own eyes means how do you see yourself now? Amen. You cannot be too great to pray. Yes. You cannot be too powerful to pray. Amen. I'm not a small man. By the grace of God. I don't think I'm a failure. No, no, no. no. I mean, I have a nice car by God's grace. And the car is air-conditioned. Wow. It has music inside. It plays music. I'm saying if it has music in the car. In fact, we don't manually rotate. I press something and the windows come up. I press something. I don't know what to press. But once I press, the windows come up. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And then when it's raining, then it, I just found out when it's raining, I don't need to press anything. The thing does something, something, and it's going. I said, wow, I've been blessed. I'm saying all this because I didn't even know what was a car when I started. Wow. In the first car, I had to pray for somebody to die so that I can use his car. Wow. The woman had cancer of the ovary. And they said, she, no, they opened, they said, oh, no. So they said she's going to die. And I saw she had a beetle, BW beetle. And my eye was on it. And I prayed, Lord, it's been too long. This woman has stayed too long. After all, she's just spending money in hospitals. They say, it's going to, when is she going to die? This BW, I need to have it. By the grace of God, she died. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Wow. And when I say by the grace of God, the pain went away. She was suffering. So I was praying that, take the misery away. Look, I prayed when my wife's mother was, was ill with cancer. I pray, we prayed. He said, Lord, if this is going to take her away, take her away quickly. If you're going to heal, then heal quickly. Because she's suffering. By the grace of God, she went quickly. Yes. So it was not a prayer. I was not being, what's the word? Wicked. Yes. I was just being merciful hey. in my prayer. But there were benefits to that prayer. 
because the car was there. That was my first beat. It had no wipers. It had no music. It had no air conditioner. Hey. It, when I want the windows up, I have to manual, and it was hard. Sometimes I have to hold the thing and then help it up as I'm winding. You guys don't know. Today, I can even wave. The cars, even when a car is about to hit, it can stop. I can Amen. press something and take my accelerator off and drink my, my, my juice, and it will be driving for me. They call something cruise control. I didn't know. Cruise, oh, the only cruise I knew was cruise missiles. <laughs> so now that the Lord has blessed me in an air-conditioned car, I should continue to pray. Amen. I have to be little in my own oh, eyes. Amen. I have to be little. Yeah. You consider me big reverend and say, I consider me little boy of the Lord. Therefore, I can kneel down and I can pray. I used to pray for people. In my beetle, I'll have a church list. All my church members, and I'll pray for them one by one by one. Make it mention of them. Wow. Make it mention of them. That's it. Sometimes I reach somebody and I'll shed tears because I know the problems of that person. It was in that beetle I was a pastor. I was driving, interceding for people. Now that I have a nice car, jet black, with air conditioner, with music, Amen. I'll, pray music I'll play music and pray. Amen. I still have my list. Amen. And I'm praying. I'm little in my own sight. You may call me big, but to me, I'm still the little boy. I can still go on my knees. Amen. Will you? This Friday, I'm inviting you only little people should come from 6 p.m. to 12 midnight. Let me reduce it for you. From 8 p.m. to 12 midnight. I'm inviting little people for a prayer. Amen. Here. Only little people. Wow. We're not going to pray for you. We're not going to pray for others. Will you come? Uh, only little people. If you're a big person, don't come. Because we'll pray for you. We'll pray for others. It's only for little people. I'm inviting Daniels, people without balls. Amen. Eunuchs yes. who don't feel they are big. Yes. People see you as big, but you know you are a little boy. I'm only inviting little people, Amen. and we're going to do that every month by the grace of God. Wow. Only Eunuchs must come. Only Eunuchs. If you feel big, don't come. If you feel you have balls, keep your balls in your room. I'm serious. Yes. Oh yeah. If you think you are a man, because I'm looking for Eunuchs. You don't have anything. You are little in your own eyes. Yes, humility. Wow. And see how God creates an excellent spirit. Oh. COVID, before COVID, we used to do that. For two years and plus, we haven't done that. Oh. Some of you are still in your problems. You blame me. I accept the blame. Oh. But I'm not going to remain irresponsible. Amen. I'm going to become like Daniel. And I'm going to become Daniel with you. Amen. Because Daniel had the Amen. The Hebrew boys. And they prayed. And therefore, I'm inviting you. What's the time? Eight. Eight. To midnight. To what time? Midnight. midnight. If I make it, make it 11. Wow. Make it midnight so that one close early. You can go. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Wow. You are not too big. Amen. You are not too great. Not You'll too become big. Daniel. Amen. May the Lord bless it. you. Rise to your feet. Amen. Hallelujah. The Lord needs somebody to stand in the gap for his people. Can he depend on you? Wow. Can he depend on you? The Lord needs us to pray for the little ones. 
Yeah. Amen. I pray for your little ones. I spend a lot of praying for your little ones. But God says, no, it's not you alone. You have to let the others let you learn to do it because that's where my blessing is. Many of you, Bible says, listen, Job chapter 42, verse number 10. Do you know what is there? Bible says, when Job prayed for his friends, his own captivity was turned around. Amen. And God gave him, put that one here, and Amen. God gave him double what he had before. Yes. That shall be your story. Clap Amen. for the Lord Jesus. Amen. I receive it. That shall be your story. Amen. When Job prayed, Job 42 turned for his friends. His own problem was turned around. Amen. And God gave him two times what he had before. Many people don't know that. My, if you can call it success, because my background is not good. My parents never, none of them finished high school. Neither of them. Okay. My, my mother went into typing for people. My father went into selling beer to make ends meet. That's where I get my beer drinking from. That I've stopped. Wow. I didn't. You know. Yeah. And therefore, I belong to none. I should not be where I stand. Amen. And many of you, you should not be where you are standing. Yes. Even to have a visa or citizenship. Even, even, even for you to have the job you have. It's not by might nor by power. You become too big for your own good. Even coming to church is a problem. We are lucky to find you coming early to join. Lift your hands and to praise. If you only can be little in your eyes. Amen. And see the importance of what God has done. My hallelujah. Belong to put your hand on your heart. Hallelujah. Father, have mercy upon all of us yes. and take us Amen. where you want us to go. Yes, Lord. If you are here today, you don't know Jesus as your personal savior. Look, what I preach today is going to bring major prosperity Amen. to many of you in this church. Amen. You watch it. it. Major, high level. Major. High level. High level. Levels which others will never be able to touch Amen. you watch it. it daniels are going to come out of this church Amen. yeah you watch it daniels are going to come and people who would have been destroyed their lives would have been destroyed will be saved because of your prayers Amen. if you want to give your life to jesus here you say lord i don't know you but i want to know you i want to Give my life and surrender to you. You want to give it. You may be on Zoom. Lift up your hand if you want to give your life to Jesus right here. I'll pray a short prayer with you. Lift up your hand. You see, it's also a sign that we don't even care. The next thing I'm going to ask us to do is to not only pray for people, but to reach out to people in love. Amen. With gifts. Wow. With blessings. With salvation. With the gospel also. Put your hand on your heart. On Hallelujah. Zoom or here, let's say this prayer. Almighty Father, Almighty Father forgive, me forgive me for my pride. For my pride. I have been too big. I have been too big for many of the little things I used to do. I am back as that little boy, as that little, as that little girl, that, girl that used to sing for you, that used to serve you, that used to lie down and pray and lift hands. That little girl is back. That little girl is back. 
that little boy is back i am coming to stand in the gap on friday at 8 p.m lord help me to obey please write my name in the book of life because i believe that jesus is the christ the son of the living god in jesus mighty name amen put your hands together for jesus Wow, weren't you blessed by that anointed word of God? Come join our services this and every Sunday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time on Zoom at meeting ID 934-809-4313 or in person at 5796 Shelby Oaks Drive, Memphis, Tennessee. Be blessed.